today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Yesterday, state of emergency lifted from Brantford due to steady levels of rising water. Uh, and, and, of course, things have settled down a lot there now. Uh, what should the city be tackling when it comes to infrastructure now? And uh, as well, there was some concern over um, a, a, uh, a dike with with uh, an, uh, an opening or an entrance in which uh, had not been uh, closed prior to the water uh, moving up. This was at the end of the Gra- uh, Grand River Avenue, close to the intersection of Colburn Street, Icom Drive, and Brand Avenue. Uh, right next to a, a trail system there, and uh, a lot of the water came through that opening there. Uh, we've asked the uh, city to speak on this, and uh, we haven't been able to get a hold of them and get them on to talk about this. Uh, the mayor unavailable at this time, we are told. Let's bring in Bryce Gunson, PhD, geography instructor and project manager for the Resilient Communities Research Collaborative, Wilfrid Laurier University, and is with us now. Bryce, thanks for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. No, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. After an event ha- like this has happened in, in in places like Brantford and in other communities along the Grand River, uh, now that water levels have subsided a bit, what happens? What can we learn? Well, there's a, you know, at the household scale, you know, people are obviously um, coming back to their homes. Uh, they're finding, you know, depending on their level of damage, what, you know, there might be the basements might still have water in them. Uh, you know, different damage around their house. And then, you know, uh, mold is always a concern too. So it's always important to sort of dry out the structures and, uh, you know, obviously make sure that they're safe. And so that's really sort of the the first steps and immediate steps. And of course, um, you know, people just want to get back to, you know, get their lives back, you know, get out of the hotel uh, and get back to, you know, back on their feet and back to work. And, you know, the idea is obviously you just want to get life back to normal. And uh, certainly it's always a process. What about infrastructure and what can we learn from what's what remains? The flow of the river, where the ice is, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so usually when you have events like this, you have, you know, obviously a lot of erosion uh, around the riverbanks. And certainly for bridges, too, you can get some, some undermining of the bridge uh, supports. And so there's always a lot of work, uh, you know, when these things, uh, are over to assess, you know, what damage has been done, make sure things are safe before you reopen them and, uh, and that sort of thing. And it all takes time. And, uh, but, you know, the municipalities are doing, uh, you know, they're doing a good job. And certainly in Brantford's case, uh, you know, certainly trying their best and, and, uh, and getting things back up and running as soon as they can. Uh, we were talking to a lady yesterday who, uh, you, you heard me speak of this area around the uh, end of Grand River Avenue, close to the intersection of Colburn, Icom Drive, and Brant, and they're talking about a portion of the dike that's left open, I guess, to get access to a trail, which uh, I guess in the past has been closed off, wasn't this time, and allowed a lot of water to, to, to run through. What do we know about that? What can we learn from these uh, incidents? Well, you know, there's it's sort of at that time where people are, are looking to, uh, you know, looking to place blame and, uh, and, you know, that's, maybe that's understandable. Um, I think certainly at the household level, people need to be, you know, prepared for their flooding risks and their insurance covers, you know, most Canadians really underestimate their flood risk and this leaves them vulnerable to, to out of pocket expenses, which exceeds $600 million in Canada every year. And so, you know, it's it may be the case that something happened or something was left open, but um, you know, 
at the end of the day, you know, people are, you know, you kind of have to look after, your, you know, you look after yourself and look after your property and these sorts of things. And, and you know, these are natural processes. And um, certainly they become problems when we get, when we have uh, major floods like this. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's part of life, you know, it's, it's tough. But, uh, and it's, you know, it's especially hard, of course, for lower income people to, you know, to deal with these situations. And, um yeah, and it's just, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's just, a, you know, it's a sad scenario. But uh, certainly, I know City of Brantford and, you know, municipalities are really doing their best to, to you know, prepare, to prepare uh, and, and make themselves more resilient and more adapted to um, these extreme weather events that we're seeing more commonly. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.